All right, everybody. I'm super excited to have the number one smartest, wisest comedian in basically the world, I will say, because anytime I read any of your posts, I'm just so grateful that somebody gets it. So welcome, Crystal Chats. How are you? I'm amazing. And yes, I, I want to emphasize on wise because I, I get bug smarts and things. But thank you so much for the the compliment. I appreciate it. I'm wonderful. How are you? Yeah, it's it's well deserved. So okay, let's just get right into it. If you took over Please. the White House right now, what would you do? Um I would dismiss the vaccine mandates. Um, and then I would also create this thing called Bum Island. <laughs> Who would you put on Bum Island? Bum Island is something that I decided I want to create for um, the certain people who are homeless, who cannot um, exist as a functioning citizen <laughs> in society. So like, for example, if you're homeless and you're taking your feces and you're like smearing it on people, if you're taking sharp objects and you know, you're threatening people's lives, then you have to be put on a ship or a plane and you have to go to island. That's my argument. Okay. Um, but if you know, if you're just a regular person that's homeless and you're not hurting anybody, then you still get to be a normal person. Uh, you know, just doing your thing in, in the world. I love it. I vote for homeless island all day, every day. Oh my god! Yeah, so I I love all your opinions. They're so well developed and so well researched. Like, were you always this way? Like, um, no, how did you? Absolutely not. Yeah, how did you come about Not at all. your beliefs? Yeah. The, the pandemic, the pandemic. I, I was a part of the community that was like overworked mm -hmm. um, whenever Trump was not, but I also enjoyed it. Like when Trump was president, like I was totally one of those people who were just libertarian because like that was the thing to do when you were in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, Trump, you know, orange man bad. He's racist. And um, okay, and, that, and that's fine because I was so busy. I didn't have a second to care about anything because I was working all day, doing comedy all night, and that was it. Yeah. So then once I got forced to be in my home and to like think about things, I was mm -hmm. like, oh man, I need to think about what's happening in this world. Yeah, absolutely. And um, what, what did you do before comedy? Before comedy, I, mean, I had been in Los Angeles since I was like 22 years old. So uh, initially I wanted to be an actress and then like I decided it was too boring like doing background work. So I had always like kind of wanted to do comedy. Mm -hmm. Like I just didn't, like I didn't have that grit, you know, like being in the comedy for my doing bringer shows. So like I, I was not as tough as I needed to be to do comedy. But then when I found slotted mics was when I was like, okay, I can come back and actually like, you know, try this. Yeah. And you've yeah. posted so much in comedy shows. Like, so how did you, how did you get started? Like doing your first open mic? I was in San Antonio and then um, I was on MySpace and I, I was on MySpace. Sorry to cut you off. You're kind of like um you sound kind of distant. I don't know what how to 
Is that better? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So MySpace, okay. holy shit. Okay. What was this? Yeah, MySpace. And then I was <laughs> like, hey man, I was like, what do I do to like get involved in this like whole comedy scene? And he was like, open mic. So when I was in San Antonio, I went to this place called the LOL Comedy Club. And that is when I tried my first open mic. And I was like, you know what? I was like, that wasn't so painful. And before I even moved to Los Angeles, almost 11 years ago is when I tried it. It's amazing. How was that? Do you remember what you talked about in your first open mic? Like, what was that whole experience? Uh, yep. My mother. I talked about my mother. Yay. Yep. Asian, Asian moms, you know, mommy issues. My, my whole, one of my whole sticks is like, you think daddy issues are bad? Like, wait until you deal with a girl with mommy issues. Oh, mommy yeah. issues are way worse. Did you have an Asian mom and a uh, uh, white dad? Or what? Yep. A Filipino mom, Czechoslovakian dad. Whoa. What was that like? I mean, you know, Asian mom, Filipino moms are tough, man. Yeah, they are. But especially if we get like a conservative one, they either want you to be like, they, just, they want you to be perfect no matter what. Yeah. yeah. Like, they, they want you to be either great in grades. They want you to be great in your sexuality. They want you to be great in your looks. Like, no matter what kind of conservative Asian mom you have, they want you to be, like, a perfect sport. How how did your parents meet? Because this is a very interesting conversation. Yeah, Air Force. You marry a United States Air Force, baby. Was she also, like, in the Air Force? or what? No, just my dad. Yeah, oh, my, my her sister was dating one of my uncles, and then he introduced her to my uh, dad. That's so cute. Amazing. Yeah. And do you see, like, some of your dad's influences, like, in parenting? Like, I, I don't know too much about Czechoslovakia, yeah. but it's like... Yeah, yeah, But that was pretty straight. He, he was, the reason why I even got married is because they're both Catholic. Oh, okay. So, yeah, they both had their, like, conservative upbringing, and... Yeah, they're, they're like, I, I'm so close to my Chuggles and Walking family. They're all so sweet. And I love it. I love it. Do you speak the language? Nope. Just American. Just uh, they, American. Just American. <laughs> just American and text notes. Uh, so multicultural. Just, I love it. Yeah, just English. Yeah, well, I, I'm like, I'm like definitely multicultural. When it comes to African American, when it comes to Asian American, when it comes to Hispanic, I mean, yeah, I definitely feel multicultural for sure. Awesome. And you're always traveling everywhere. Like, or, which airport are you in right now? Right okay. now, I am in Houston, Houston, Texas. I'm about to go to. I actually might be on my way to LA, depending on what flight I get on. I'm I'm playing standby, and then from LA or San Francisco, I'll be going to Humboldt County. To if you haven't heard about us, we're watched the Netflix series Murder Mountain. I love it, and you have so many guns. Okay, we, we need to talk about this. I am scared yeah. to uh, get started. I went to like a simulation gun range, so like for like a first time, like small midget woman, what kind of gun would you recommend? Well, what what is it for? Is it for a? Do you want like a handgun or do you want a long gun? Um. Just something to defend myself when the world ends. Like, what would you recommend? Long gun. I would do an AR-15, the classic one. It's super easy to aim. It's lightweight. There's not a lot of kickback on your shoulder. It doesn't, like, hurt. It, it doesn't hurt. So the thing about small guns is they're hard to aim. 
Long right. guns are a lot easier to aim. Oh yeah, like like smaller guns are like harder because you also have like a smaller gun with like a bigger caliber, and that's even harder to aim because like it got it has a big kickback. But if you get like an AR, super lightweight, like my mom has, and you know you put it on your shoulder, it's like so easy to aim, and then you can have a high capacity magazine. So like even if you might miss a few shots, at least you have a lot more rounds that can help you hit your target. That's awesome. Do I need a license to do this or like an open? Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, I mean, obviously in LA, they're almost impossible to get. But, you know, if you go to a place that's a little more um, conservative, like, for example, Texas, um, I live in a very conservative part of California. So it was very easy. My first time was an AR-15. Um, very easy to get. Um, I would do it now while you still can. I love it. That's awesome. And you recently got engaged. Congratulations. Um, Thank you. Because I feel like yours are always traveling. Um, are oh you guys God, like, on your honeymoon right now? Or like, cause, are cause, we what? Are you on your honeymoon right now? Because I feel like I can't. Oh, no, 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 no. This, this is all work. All work related. Oh, like, okay. he, he's an entrepreneur. So he has so many different like, ventures he's working on. Oh, um, and, a, and a lot of it has to do with networking. So it's like we have to go to these different events. We're at Art Basel, we were at Emerald Hub, and in order to make connections, you just have to be at those things. So we, we won't be on a honeymoon until like maybe 2023. Damn. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Everyone's like canceling their weddings. Like literally like my friends who are engaged in like 2019. Um, yeah. Still- no. Yeah, yeah I, I get it. Yeah. What are your plans for the wedding? Oh, we'll probably get married in New York, but again, like 2023, um, and only because it's like, you know, we're, we're in no rush, and uh, I want to take my time planning it, and we got I didn't even plan on, I didn't know if he was going to propose when he did, like, I, I wanted him to, of course, but like, when he did, so I think a little, like, a year and some change on planning it would be the best idea either way. Woohoo, awesome. So, yeah, my 23 for sure. Really awesome, and um, how... How has it been like during the pandemic for you? Like, was it was well, it- the first part of it? What you know, I, I enjoyed it because I was like, oh man, I've always wanted to have a garden. I've always wanted to learn how to shoot guns. I've always wanted to do this. And like now, I'm like, people need to wake up because yeah. now I'm like, I think the vaccinated are the ones. I mean, you can edit this out if you want because it's very like taboo. But I think the vaccinated people are the ones spreading the variants. Yes. No. And I, yeah. I don't edit it. Like, I don't know how. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I didn't either. Like, if you listen to my healthy gossip, I didn't edit one episode in the same way. I'm like, just say what you want to say. But like, I, I, it's the same thing for me. I like, I think. Well, well, it's like when I used to get the flu shot when I was younger. I always got the flu, you know. And guess what? I had COVID, and I haven't had it again. And I'm not worried about it because I feel like I have the antibodies. So it's like, but guess what? All of these people that I know that have had the booster shot are getting it. And I'm like, well, that makes sense because the booster shot to me is the same thing as the flu shot to me. Yes. And I'm like, okay, you're, you're putting this thing into your body. So of course you're getting the new variant. Why wouldn't you? Exactly. And do you, when do you think- and, and why are you getting tested? Exactly. That's my question. <laughs> um, when do you think people will reach like a critical point? Because to me, it's just like, it's one thing after the other and people seem at least in like, never 
LA, anything never? Well, 2030. I, I feel like I'm a conspiracy theorist and I'm all about the NWO, the New World Order. I feel like this is all brainwashed operation. And if you're already brainwashed, you're going to continue to be brainwashed. And if you're awake, you're only going to get more and more awake. And then you're going to realize, like, holy shit, they have been planning this since, I don't know, pick your poison. Like, since, since Kennedy has been assassinated or since Trump has been in office, either way. Mm-hmm. Like, I am. Um, 100 percent like convinced this is going to plan the whole time because they've never cared about us they've never cared about us not being obese because guess what fat free when i was you know in the 90s was never going to make us healthy it was always to make us you know it was always to cause the obesity epidemic it, it that was never going to help us like we've always like healthy fats has always been good for us um, taking out certain like vitamins and minerals in our diet was always going to kill us. Like diabetes was intentional. So I, anytime I heard the government is trying to help us and, and don't tell me you didn't know that you guys knew that, you knew it was bad for us and you did it anyways. And now here we are. Yeah. And I love how well researched you are. So I guess for the people just starting out, like what would be some resources for them to learn more about, um, you know, new world. Okay, so- Although, yeah, what's your best source? Like, you don't even have to go that far. Like, for me, this all happened when I was 18. When I was 18, I got heartburn. And I was like, dang, like, am I going to have to go on heartburn medication? And then all of a sudden it hit me. I was like, hell no. Like, this is no way. Like, you've been around for hundreds, maybe even, well, if you want to go that far to say thousands of years, like, there's no way I'm supposed to be on a pill for the rest of my life. And then as soon as I changed my diet to be like whole foods, I was like, oh my God, our food's killing us. Mm. McDonald's is killing us. Like our diet is killing us. Drugs, pharmaceutical drugs is killing us. So like, take a look at what you put into your body. Like if you feel good about what you put into your body, then you can take the next step to consider conspiracy theories. (laughs) <laughs> but if you're questioning already what you're putting into your body, like if, if all you can afford that, that's a big question. Like what can you afford? If all you can afford is ramen noodles and canned food and processed food and GMOs. And like, why did your government do that to you? Like, or mm-hmm. if you live in an apartment and you can't afford to have a garden or a fruit tree, like why is it so expensive to eat organic? You know, like why, what, what is this? And like, like look into your food first if, if you're eating healthy and you're still questioning it then you can go ahead and take the next step and be like why is everyone around me like sick and dying so that's mm-hmm. my that's like like you know you are what you eat like look at like people always say like look at me, look at yourself first so look at you like if you look in the mirror and you're like man i'm healthy as fuck like i don't know what all these people are tripping on then you can go into the next step but if you're looking in the mirror and you're like man i'm i'm depressed I, I have anxiety, I'm sad, I have acne, like my skin looks bad, then then do you first and then move on. But if you look in the mirror and you're a goddess or a god, then we can talk about the next step. So true. And let's talk a little bit about, because your handle is the rawest and I think you were, are you still um, vegetarian or vegan? Like nope. What's, nope. What's- and that's another thing. So, and then I learned quickly that like, when I, I am the, I love, thank you so much for being up the rawest because I know most people know about crystal chats, but I was the rawest because I was a raw vegan because when I was a normal vegan eating processed, genetically modified like meats and like tofu, I never felt healthy. The mm-hmm. only time I felt, I, I, the only time I felt healthy, I felt healthy 
on a plant-based diet was when I ate raw organic foods, which is fruits, vegetables, nuts that were not cooked over 118 degrees, which is the rule for when you're on a raw vegan diet. Okay. So once I decided, I was like, man, there's stuff because when I ate normal vegan food, like pasta and bread and gluten and, and just, you know, all this like fake meat, I never felt good about myself. It was when I was eating raw food, which is the rawest, um, when I was, I, I felt like I was thriving. But mm-hmm. then I realized when I started doing CrossFit about five years ago, oh, wow. it was also hard for me to keep up lifting a lot of weights. So one thing that they took out of our diets many, many years ago was organ meat. I really want you guys, if you guys believe anything that I'm saying right now, that you can look into is organ meat. We're, we used to eat nose to tail because the women used to stay back, raise the children, hunter gather fruits, berries, nuts, seeds, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the men used to go out and hunt the animal and we eat, used to eat nose to tail. So we used to eat the hearts, the kidneys, the the. I don't know, whatever the hell it is. Like for me, it's mainly about the heart and the liver. Oh, okay. Like, it, it, yeah, it's, it, and, and like, you know, obviously it doesn't taste great, but guess what? If you take some liver and you grind it up and you put it into some grass fed burger meat, like, you need to start eating more liver. Um, for me, again, I'm not, I'm not, listen, I'm, I'm all about supplements. So if you can, if you don't like the way it tastes, I totally get it. We've been like, it's been years since we've been eating like this. So if you can't handle the taste, try to find a supplement that can get you look at the vitamins and minerals that are in the organ meat and try to get those supplements. But if you can eat it from the source, liver, kidneys, heart, liver, kidneys, heart, look, look into what, you know, vitamin A, um, e, whatever vitamins are in those organs that you can get and try to take those supplements because I'm telling you, once they took those out of our diets, we started developing a lot more issues. That's amazing. I'm taking notes for myself right now. Um, so yeah, Oregon meat, I'm telling you. It's, I, and, and, and again, and because guess what? We didn't used to eat for pleasure. What do we do now? Hey, what do you, you want to go out? You want to go get something to eat? You want to go get a drink? What kills you? food and alcohol like alcohol is a poison too right and this is so amazing to me because um does filipino food have a lot of entrails and stuff because like chinese people eat liver and gizzards and all that shit all the time and i don't know if that yeah but not not recently because we also eat spam corned beef you know we eat a lot of processed food now because we're all poor yeah, if, if you're living in the barrio, maybe, but like we still eat a lot of rice and like it's a processed rice, it's genetically modified. So it's like you also have to be careful on like what you're eating. That's true. Because, yeah. you know, because rice might be gluten free, but if it's ge- genetically modified, it still might be like bad for you. Yeah, that's true. I, I watched a documentary called like OMG GMO and I was like, holy shit, I can't trust anything. Yep. Eating now. Yep. Um, so how's your, how do you, what like, what's like in the day of the, diet like what do you eat okay well okay so right now i'm not gonna lie to you and say you've been healthy at all but let me tell you if you're trying to get started one thing i also want you guys to look into is fasting you can look into water fasting you you can look into the master cleanse or you can look into intermittent fasting mm. because before like like if i were to sit here and tell you okay guys i wake up and i eat three duck eggs every morning and i saute a little bit of spinach and then I drink my bulletproof coffee. Like most people would hear that. And like, if they tried to do it tomorrow, they'd start going through withdrawals because chances are they're on a diet full of sugar, carbohydrates, alcohol, et cetera. But 
if you try to fast a little bit before you transition into those diets, then you can start taking those steps. So yes, I wish you could eat more healthy fats, a little more vegetables, a little more organ meats, but look into intermittent fasting because like, I remember when I was a raw vegan, one of the coolest things that one of my gurus, I hate to use the word guru, but I'm going to use it, is he said, I know most of you can't eat the way I eat, but I would much rather you eat the same thing every day. Mm-hmm. Because for, for your body, less is more. For example, what do you feed your dogs every day? You feed your dogs the same food, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then what happens when your dog gets sick? You take your dog to the veterinarian. And what does the veterinarian ask? It says... he he or she will ask you what have you been feeding your dog it's the same thing for us so like the the more complicated and complex like the the more ingredients you're putting into your body the more your body has to work to digest those ingredients so the less ingredient like so if you can start eating this that's why like uh, people who bodybuild you eat like chicken and pro like chicken and veggies every day Mm-hmm. That part of the reason why that's so successful is their body only has to digest chicken and pro- like chicken and veggies. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, the, one, one bodybuilder could be eating GMO chicken, the other one could be eating organic, but because their body is only working equally as hard for it to digest the same thing, it's a, your body's a machine, no matter which way you put it. Right. So it's like, look at what you're putting into your body, start minimizing the amount of ingredients because when I'm when I'm on when I'm PMSing, I want everything. I want Oreos. I want candy. I want French fries. And if I'm eating Oreo, like if I'm eating baked goods, candy, and French fries, my body's confused. Like my dang, like I'm working so hard to digest all these different ingredients. When if I do in my head, okay, listen, pick your poison. Okay, I'm just gonna eat baked goods. I'm just gonna eat some cupcakes. And now I'm going to go to bed and I'm going to intermittent fast. And then tomorrow I'm going to eat something else. Your body has, doesn't have to work as hard. I'm not saying big goods are better than French fries or French fries are better than big goods, but your body is only working on digesting one of those things at the moment, not both. Does that make sense? Yes. Oh my God. Thank you so much for this. I think you're changing my life. Seriously. I'm like, shit, I can't cook anything. So this is perfect. And it's gonna oh, good. But yeah, I, I always told you because a lot of younger women come to me because like I like I said, it's not about intelligence, it's about wisdom. It's like I'm 35 years old and I feel like I look like you know 26, 27. I look 20. I feel like <laughs> like seriously, when you were like you're just saying in the beginning interview something about like 20 when I was 22, I was like, shit, you're not 22 already. Damn. Oh, um, yeah, I'm 35. I know I look young, and I, I, I but I feel like I've earned that status. I'm like, I, I agree. Like, I don't feel like women in their 20s should be being health coaches because you don't know what your body can handle. Mm. I feel like I, I've walked the walk, I've talked the talk, I've had diet, I've drank alcohol, done the drugs, ate the food, mm-hmm. but I've made it this far, and I feel good to where I can say I have answers. I feel like if I was 20, even if I was 28, I still felt like I had some answers at 28. But guess what? If you would have talked to me at 28, I probably would have been on the raw vegan diet. And I'm glad I'm not talking to you right now telling you about that diet. If you want to try it, you're more than welcome to. Do I think it's great long term? Yeah, sure. Maybe if you're living in Ecuador. But do I think it's great long term living in Orange County? If you're rich, sure. Good luck. You know, if you have a private chef. But like, I'm all about sustainability. I love it. 
And um, okay, I love you just gave us so many good gems to digest about our body. So okay, let's say we change our diet, you know, we're not feeling so shitty about ourselves all the time. Now, um, in terms of like your philosophy on like what's going on, like current events, like, where do you suggest us to like do our research or like what? Maybe I guess this is my question because like I used to be pretty anti-Trump because I came from a really liberal school. I felt like as an immigrant, as a woman, I felt like, oh, this country is racist. And after a certain point, I was like, hey, wait a minute. Uh, I, you know, I started reading his books. One of the comments that set me off was like, I do feel like there are less desirable countries than others. And I posted that on my Facebook timeline. And then people all of a sudden thought I was like, you know, on his side. And I was like, hey, wait, I don't even know his side. So I started reading more about that. So I guess like, where would somebody start? If they're starting to question the narrative a little bit, they're starting to see like the cracks in the system. What was like the thing that led you to uh, your current philosophy? You, you you got me on one of the best days because I literally um I'm sorry one second love I'm just like again I told you I'm at this damn airport um okay um so I am I was a person who was so busy that I didn't have a chance to even like think about what I was doing uh, politically, right? And then, not, not that I was like, I, I, I wasn't necessarily pro-Trump, I was anti, I always tell this to people, I was like anti-Biden, you know? So I was like, I was anti like whatever the hell it is he's doing because I wanted pro-freedom. But then now I look at the news and it's like, he's telling people, Oh, you know, I, I, apparently you need to show your VAX card to get into my logo. So now I'm at this point where it's like, you need to find what it is that you believe and like fight for it. You know, if, if you are pro-vax, then like pick your team and God bless you. And for me, I, I'm not pro or anti because like, I, I, I'm almost, an, I don't even want to say I'm an anarchist because if I was alone in a, in a house and, and like, I didn't have anybody to have my back, like, you know, I don't, I don't think I'd win if somebody came and attacked me. Like, I want a little bit of help from some sort of government. I'm not a complete anarchist. But yeah. at the same time, I'm like, oh my God, like, like I, what, what's happening? Like, so now I, I feel, I feel lonely and lost because I'm like, you know, I thought maybe Trump was cool because he was like pro-freedom. But apparently he's not. He's pro vax now because guess what? He's he's got the, the booster shot and he's and now he's like making people show the vax cards to get in and, and like I keep posting online all of these people who are getting adverse side effects from from the vaccine. So I'm just like now I don't even know who to turn to. This makes me really sad, but thank you for telling me. Um man. You didn't know about that? I knew he was doing like uh, Operation Warp Speed, but then like you know he kind of stepped out of the public eye. But again, him. like to me, it, it's like if you're gonna do that, to me that's okay. If you are, um, if you don't care what other people do, if that makes sense, does that make sense? 
Yeah. It's like if, if other if other people if you don't care what other people do, then God bless you. Like other other people are like you know they eat they eat genetically modified foods and and they they do they do all these they they don't work out they they eat sugar so it's like they're probably looking for an answer. But the, for me, it's like the people like me who feel like I have the answers where I'm like, I'm okay without the government because I felt burned by you since I was 18 years old when I was about to get on harbor medication. Like, I want to be able to do whatever I want in this world because I never trust you. And a lot of people come to me from answers anyways, because there's a reason why I don't look like an average 35 year old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, would you ever write a book and what would you, what would you write it on? I mean, so so my, my favorite question that a music producer in LA asked me was, what would you do? And he asked me this almost eight years ago. And he said, what would you do with $5 million? And I started to answer the question and he stopped me and he goes, the answer is, you don't know what you would do. He was like, because guess what? He goes, you don't have $5 million. He's like, Unless you had it in your hand right now, you can't answer the question, which I think is profound because guess what? Right now, I still don't have $5 million. But if you'd have asked me, if, if you would have handed me the question, the $5 million, you know, X amount of years ago, it would have been a different answer than what it is today. So yeah, sure. I, 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 if I were to start writing a book right now, it probably would be about growing your own food it would be about loving yourself it would be about like you know because like I I used to be all about I, I love what you post too when I give you a problem because I love the information that you put out for one because like you know I know you're divorced and like I I, I would love to ask you questions soon around a limited time here about like how you feel about moving on forward and this world that we're living in but like and I know it's different for everybody but like Again, right now the answer is just what is healthy to you? Like, is healthy getting vaccinated? If it's not, then figure out what healthy is to you. Mm-hmm. Let's answer these questions. Let's get through this together because I know most of us realize, a lot of us are realizing that the government never had the answers. Because one of my favorite memes too is like, um, something about hey help me file the taxes and the meme is like no forget that let's let's teach you how to like I forgot the meme, but it, it's something about like let me teach you how to play this recorder like like the, the government's not teaching us what we need to know or an, another one that Elon Musk posted today is like you can get a hundred thousand dollar loan to go to school but you can't get a ten thousand dollar loan to start a business yes you know so it's like figure out what it is that really is making you tick and that would be what my book would be about. Is like, what is it? What? Who are you? Like, figure out the you and why it is the you. Is it because of your family? Is it because of your spouse? Is it because of your past? Is it because of your pain? And then let's work on that together. That's amazing. If you're not a life coach already, you probably should be one. Um, oh, thank and, you. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and let's talk a little bit about comedy because I feel like it's almost odd. I mean, maybe I'm... Cause I just feel like a lot of comedians, they just like do jokes or whatever, but you're just such a like really deep person. It's weird asking you this, but like, what was like the funniest or like craziest open mic or show that you've been to? 
So I have two answer, answers for that. I have one when I first started and I have one recently. So yeah. when I first started, that's the reason why I fell in love with comedy is like I did a show after I had only done like five open mics at a bar and I absolutely murdered. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, what was that? Because like, you know, I, I, I remember one of my best acting experiences when I was in college and like I didn't do well in, in my the first time around in college and my my professor like just wrote a plus oh my god like she's like if you want a referral I'll stand in line for you and that was another time where I was like wow like I have talent like I'm, I'm doing well for myself and then but when I did the stand-up and I the, the, the bar show and I murdered I was like that felt like it was a different high it was like a different drug yeah and then you know of course I've bombed I've super bombed you know over the years or have just not been funny and then but late recently you know after a year of not doing stand-up like I had booked a show with Travis Tapleshay shout out on the Inland Empire and I went with my fiance to Rochester and I like was doing some of my and we ran into one of the um guys who runs um what is uh the, the comedy club in rochester why am i blanking on the name um the carlson somebody at the carlson and then i i did he he was like hey he was like let, let me let you open you know well i'll give you a little five minute spot uh, on the friday night show my fiance brought like 15 people out and I just did yeah. really well. But guess what? I did a lot of old material. So like that, that's something that comedy taught me. It's like, you know what? If you work on your shit and like, it's like, and, and you know, like the part of the reason why we keep doing what we do is because like we know some of our jokes work, you know? Like I don't have an hour special. Like if somebody was like, can you do an hour special tomorrow? I'd have to say no. But if somebody booked me, I was like, you know what? I've been doing this for years. So it's like, yeah, like I'll do, I'll do a five, 10 minute spot if you want me to. And I'm like, so that felt good. That felt, that made me feel like what I had been doing over the past 10 years hasn't been a waste. So yeah. it was like both, both of those nights had been really special to me because if I would have gotten off the stage and it mm-hmm. would have been awkward and uncomfortable and I would have bombed those and I'm like, I wasted 10 years of my life, you know, making fun of myself but like I felt really proud when I got off of that stage at time at the Carlson when they're like okay I get why you do what you do you know and I, I really felt good about myself okay. and trust me I bomb bomb like I've, I've gotten off the stage before and you know like I wish I would have never started this like I've gone the whole nine when it comes to bombing and I also on the flip side feel like I've murdered when I've needed to murder so I love it. I I saw it when you murdered. So, um, do you feel like there's a difference in the audience? Like, do you feel like the Texas crowd, LA crowd, New York crowd? Do you feel like they react to different jokes differently, or what's what's been like your favorite city to perform for? Well, so and that was another thing. Is like when I was in Rochester, I was very careful about what jokes I picked because I know they're usually a little more liberal um, there. And I, I will say, like, when I went to the Inland Empire, I, I was glad because I started riffing a little bit. And I, I said this on my Instagram page, but, like, my biggest laugh was when I was riffing. And I was like, oh, hey, I was like, thanks, guys, for supporting live entertainment. I was like, there's some good-looking people here. 
And I was like, ooh, you, you know, I was like, I was like, he's a single guy, and I just a single woman. And then I said, um, I was like, the crazy thing is, is I was like, uh, people don't even want to know your STD status anymore. Like, they just want to know if you've been vaccinated. And the whole place was like dying. Like, I wish I would have closed on that. Like, I, there was no way I was going to get a bigger laugh than that. Like, they were like falling out of their chairs laughing because they knew how true and how sad it was and like um so yeah i, I mean I, I didn't say that in the in the liberal scene but i, I kind of knew that that crowd was going to go for it so yeah I, I think you do need to be careful on what you say you know um i do notice like most people don't want to wear their masks which is good i was even at a bar right now like in san Antonio, and like i made a guy because the guy goes oh no no like the masks are to protect other people and I go no 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 I go I can still smell your fart through my mask and he died and he was like oh my god he was like that's such a good point and then that's when I realized that he, he was like you're so right I was like if you're gonna tell me a viral like particle is like bigger than a fart particle I was like you got issues and that was the whole thing I love that that's the best comeback ever like the that, that yeah was- I I think people in LA have kind of like, well, I guess I'm more Orange County. So I guess I'm fortunate like people don't love me and do that, but that is hilarious. I love that. Um, And where do you see like the future of like comedy going? For some reason we break free from us. I hope it's exactly like, you know, what it was. We were able to, you know, move on with our lives and just go back to what it was but I, I just don't know if I believe it's gonna gonna be like that man I mean I'm just gonna just go to the shows and open mics because I already don't give a fuck um whoa no we lost crystal uh let me message no I'm going to wait and because I don't know how to edit. I'm just going to keep talking until she gets on. Um, But everybody, please follow Crystal Chats on Instagram. And she's also at an airport. So I don't know if there's any uh, Wi-Fi restrictions. Let's see. But yes, follow her on Crystal Chats. Have all the good stuff there. And I'm going to wait for a little bit. And if I figure out audacity, Maybe I will just cut off the end, but basically, guys, please follow Crystal Chats, follow the rawest. Woohoo, she's back. Yes, awesome. Yes, you're back. Okay, I was just filling in the the silence with your promotion of your Instagram account. So yeah, you're back. I'm back. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you know, yeah. I thought I figured it's probably the airport. Airports are crazy yeah i was like what happened um so what what was that oh we're talking about yeah what was your favorite um 
shows? Uh, where do you think the future of comedy is? And yeah, um, it, it, it's um, literally, I, I wish I had the answer. It's the same thing. It's like, you know, um, I'm just hoping that it stays, it stays live, you know? And I hope that it stays uh, what it is now because I feel like I've seen a lot of um, alerts that people are shutting things down again. But again, I don't, I feel like this is crazy that that's even a thing. Yeah. So that, that's, my, that's my whole deal is I just wanted to say what it is. Awesome. And where do you see what your future? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, cut you off. No, that, that, that was it. I was going to ask you, like, I give, you know, you're in a different area than me, and I, I, I'm honestly in, a, like, a rural area, so if you felt differently, I would love to hear your feedback. Yeah, I was going to say, I think because of TikTok, like, a lot of the gatekeepers are gone now, so I think comedy is becoming, um, it's more becoming, like, can you hustle more? Yes, relationships will always matter, but I'm not the best at, you know, maintaining relationships, but because of um you know, pandemic a lot of people are saying hey let me just do comedy let's do zoom mics let's do you know all these things mm-hmm. i think we reached a point where it's like um the sensitivity is getting annoying we're just kind of back to like just shitting on each other doing more insult comedy i see that people are able to take a joke more so i think that's a better development at least maybe in the communities that i'm seeing um, so I think awesome. overall, yeah, it's it's good, you know. And where do you where do you live now? I live in Irvine right now. Okay. It's a know. weird place because um a lot of the Asians, and I say this as an Asian woman, I feel like we're more rule abiding. So a yeah. lot of people yeah, still wear masks. If you go to like the Japanese, um, Chinese, Korean markets, a lot of people still wear masks out of obligation, you know, to right. at the you know what. Mm-hmm. But right. I do know that Orange County is very conservative, which I am glad. I'm, you know, a lot of business owners, a lot of, you know, people who are fighting for their freedom. Shout out to Peggy yeah. Hall. Um, uh-huh. but I think it's, it's a yeah. good I feel like I can get, you know, the, the food from my homeland. I can, you know, step out without wearing a mask, without being condemned, like as a grandma killer. So I'm good, you know, so oh. it's not oh. a bad place to be. Um, awesome. Great. And then how can we stalk you? How can we follow you and continue the conversation? Yeah, like you said, it's uh, the raw, C-H-E-R-W-I-S-T or Crystal Chats, K-R-Y-S-T-L-E, Chats, C-H-A-T-S, like Tit Chat. Uh, those are both of my handles on Instagram. If you really want to get personal, you can email me at crystalchats at gmail.com. And um, that's about all you get. And, uh, you know, I do delete my social media for periods at a time so for some reason you listen to this and i'm not online it's because i'm taking a fast because i'm all about fasting it's and, uh, that's good yeah great and then how do you have any upcoming shows coming up i do not i actually do not um i wish i did but i have uh, i'm gonna start being on the sacramento scene so if any sacramento people are out there listening to this i'm gonna start hitting up the sacramento open mics and I love to run into you guys out there. Um, but yeah, that's where I'll be, Sacramento and Humboldt County. Woohoo. All right. Um, thank you so much, Crystal. This was so much fun. I'm so glad you got yeah. to in-depth interview. I learned so much um, and hope to have you on future shows to come. Likewise. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for asking me to be here with you. Awesome. Thank you. All right.